Welcome back to uh, another episode of the Genuine Podcast, episode numero cuatro. Clap that up, clap that up. Hey. Hey. We back again with the boy Nature. It's Nature. What's good? What's good? How y'all feeling? It's Nature. Look. <laughs> but one, one day y'all gonna get to look and y'all gonna actually get to see how we vibing out here. I mean, you could just look at my Instagram if you want to see me, but. Yeah. But we gonna come on camera too. It's levels to this shit. All right, look. So this is like episode four, right? So episode two and three, the audio is going to sound trash because... Genuine podcast, we're being very honest. <laughs> because, like, obviously, like, I do this music recording stuff, but I've never, like, had to deal with, like, a, this specific mixer that we're using for this podcast. And I had to do a little bit of research, but now we got it sounding clean, and I'm very happy about that, so... Uh, I'm just going to be straight up. If y'all hear little bubbles in the back, we smoking hookah. And like it's just it's just gonna be a thing because you know it's not the genuine podcast with our hookah to the side. So genuine podcast is literally we just chilling. Whether there's some drinks around. Last episode, Ernie had not even I don't even know which one it was. Two or three. Ernie had a full glass of just Jack Daniels. Yeah. So when you come on this podcast, if you're ever a part of it or we ever have you here, it's just vibes at the end of the day, man. This. Y'all can't see it, but this hookah smoke, real pure right now. That's his third one. That's the third one he made. The second one. <laughs> Yo, so how was... I don't remember when was the last time we recorded. Uh, a couple of days ago. Was it? Yeah. Was it? It wasn't long ago. It was maybe like four days ago, three days ago. Oh, uh, yeah, James. How you been? Uh, It's been all right. I've just been tired this week. Picking up uh, a shift in my job that's not mine. Because, you know, niggas get sick with COVID and whatever. But I'm getting through it and just keeping busy. Like I said, keep myself busy as always. How about you, Mike? Yo, and also, you know what I realized? What I got to stop realize? saying the word like. Because I was listening to the last <laughs> couple podcasts and every sentence was like. And you know, like, when I go like. And the, and I told you my shit was whatever the case may be. I don't, Bro, I've never said that shit before this podcast. <laughs> I've never uttered those words before. Nah, I, I'm going to keep like. <laughs> like what <laughs> I'm gonna pay attention to the words I use so I don't keep using the same words so I can sound correct and act right. like I'm really <laughs> <laughs> nah that, that one made that sense one that one made sense act like I'm really speaking to somebody in person yeah now, this okay. hookah thing cause you know you know when you pull a hookah and it's like you just had a piece of gum. Yeah. And like it, like yeah, and it, and <laughs> it just tickled the back of your throat. Pause. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. Yo, like, what's up with nah, you, bro? Nah, like, bro. We're it's in like, a small ass room. We can't be wilding out like <laughs> when that. When I started pulling and I just see the smoke, the smoke like mad, full, mad thick. So I'm like, yo, this shit is busting. <laughs> but yeah, how's, how's your week been? Uh, my week been all right. Uh, you know, I'm just doing shit at my uh, new location, trying to change the culture and everything. Do you want to share where you work at or not really? No, because even if I share where I work at and people be like, you work here, it's not like I'm ashamed of where I work. Like, I have a good job and everything, but like, you people are going to visit me and not buy anything. So like, I don't want you to come if you're just going to fucking boost the store's conversion and fucking make it trash. Like, (laughs) I'm glad I never had to do a job that like was retail. Like, I've, I've worked in the same company ever since I was like 15. Yeah. But like, I've done different jobs in that company. Mm hmm. So I'm just glad I didn't have to do retail because bad enough I have to deal with people in my job now, but having to deal with people in that capacity. Yeah. I mean, this one is, 
better than like working at Target, at least in my own opinion. Like it's just a different like feeling. And like the people you talk to, they're in the store for like maybe like five minutes and they're gone. They're, you know, you always have your situations where like somebody's just fucking staying there for mad long, but like it's just different. It's more like in and out. Now that's because when people go into Target, bro, they go in there for one thing and they be in there for five hours. So that's why <laughs> you got to deal with the same person over and over and over again. Bro, I had people asking me for shit that was right next to me. They would literally be in the same aisle as I am when I was in toys. Be like, uh, where's your uh fucking Beyblade toys? I'm like, little bro, little Timmy, that shit is right next to you. Can I ask you a serious question though? As a worker, like in Target, are you supposed to know where everything is like in each aisle because? I feel I mean, like sometimes when I ask people, this, oh, nah, yeah, I don't know. This is my this is my third day here. <laughs> I mean, my first day out here. It's not like you're supposed to know where everything is, but like if you're someone who's been working at Target for a while, like you should know where everything is. Like if I'm asking someone who's been working there for a year, like I'm expecting that nigga to know where every single. You might know. You might not know where a specific item is, but at least you can point me in the right direction. I'm I'm making a thing that like. We don't be on our phones during the podcast, only if it's something important. Okay. Just so we can focus. Because I was being on my phone, and I was like, I hate when niggas do that. But, um, so in Target, like, you was, like, stocking things? I mean, I did, I did everything. Uh, my first job started off as just, like, um, like, touching up the aisles and shit, making sure, like, your department was good. But then, like, within that, you had to, like, put things back on the shelf. You had to be able to, like, switch departments and just be able to help mad people out. Sometimes it would take you do cashier stuff. Because um, I was going to ask you, like, do they only have you work in specific aisles? I mean, you usually tend to stay in the same department because, like, you're usually working with, like, the same people every day. Um, and everyone, like, does their own, like, two or three little things. But there's days where, like, project comes up and, like, you have to do, like, visual merchandising stuff. And then you got to, like... You're saying them. like a lot now. Yeah, I know. You gotta you gotta help <laughs> them push stuff out. You gotta change up where things go. Like what was in IOE thirty two might be in like E thirty six now and just shit like that. And then I got like promoted up. And then I had to do all the visual merchandising stuff and making sure I was getting stuff from the back, making sure I was auditing everything. So it's like there's different levels that you have different responsibilities, but like pretty much you're always doing the same thing. Like you're just taking care of departments. Now, fuck that job. Yeah, fuck nah, Target. No, Target no, no, no. Target showed me a lot, but, like, fuck Target. They no. just run shit so sloppy. Bro, we don't got that much Walmarts out here, so Target is always the move. Not for me. Before I started working at Target, I never used to go into Target, so, like, it's like it doesn't affect me at all. I don't know. I feel like when, like, you get... Ooh, I feel as if when you get to the point... <laughs> when, you, when you get to the point of having, like, your crib type thing, type shit, Target is the spot because... Yeah. You can get a lot of things. It's not like I'm anti-Target either. Like I'd no, be like, I'd be like, like yeah, fuck Target, but Target be having my shampoo and conditioner. So it's like, you know, <laughs> I got to go in there. And it's cheaper than the yeah. Dwayne Reed or CVS. CVS be wilding. Same bottle I'm paying for $15 in fucking CVS. I'm paying for like 11 in Target. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, bro. Like when I, when I work, when it comes to recording, and I hear like the recording sounds a certain way, it just deteriorates my energy for it. So yeah. when I was hearing the static, I'm just like, like yeah, I was like, like it was over just so it. annoying. And like, now that like I hear it again and it's clear, I'm like, yo, it's clear. you're I'm like, ready yeah, for I'm, shit, I'm bro. energized now. <laughs> yeah, but yo, I wanted to say something or talk about something. Okay, we could talk. You know, you know what, what like be bothering me sometimes, I just bro. Blew into the mic, blowing my hookah holes. I feel like <laughs> such a dumbass. 
Yeah, shit I, is clear and I'm not used to it. Like, <laughs> yeah, the first three episodes, I could do whatever I want. You would hear shit unless my mouth was on the mic. Yo, it, believe it or not, each episode we did, there was hooking in the background and you didn't hear it one time, bro. And now that not we fixed it. the mics up to us, <laughs> <laughs> shit bubbling up crazy, shit boiling in here. <laughs> but uh, you know something I hate, bro? Like when people can't just speak, especially when you're an adult. I don't, I don't like. I get it. Like some people are just like antisocial or whatever the case may be. But like where I work, you said my word. Whatever the case may be, because I mean, <laughs> it, it, it fit right there. But it'd be a lot of times when there be grown adults that just don't speak, or like. But like, don't speak in what terms? You about to offend the mute community? <laughs> not, not in the sense of just like a good morning, like hello, yeah, hi, like in my job. I'm an employee there. I'm not just a random person there. Yeah. So I'm saying good morning to you, like hello. Acknowledge me. Yeah. It's Even just it's just it's just a respect. Like if I if I take it upon myself to say good morning, hello, don't just white people grin me and, and keep walking. Yeah. I mean, at least sometimes you get the white people grin. Like at least I'd be saying like what's up to people, like, hey, how's it going? And they just walk like right past me. And I'm like, bro, I'm right here. And it was funny because I used to do something with, like, one of the employees when I used to work at my previous location. I'll do the John Cena where you wave your hand in front of your face. Like, oh, these people can't see me. Like, it's just, and it's so weird because, like, bro, you don't even have to be like, oh, I'm good. And we have a whole conversation. Just be like, oh, hey. Like, just say hey back. Yeah. It's not going to kill you. Now, talking about, like, since you were talking about Target, I had an issue with my job one time with somebody who, so I work in a building. And within the building, like, there's a doctor's office. Yeah. And within that doctor's office, it's like a, a guy who runs it, whatever the case may be. So <laughs> that was two times. Yeah, I'm about to take a shot every time I say like or when. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a whole different level to this podcast. <laughs> nah, but like this this dude is like the boss there. I keep saying, like, bro, I'm sorry, yo. <laughs> I th- I think bro, this should be a drinking game, bro. <laughs> 20 minutes in will be fucking wasted. Is this how, I talk like that regularly. Yeah, you do. And okay, it, okay. Yeah, like, this is not something that you're doing now. Like, okay. it's not me where I, I was saying like, whatever about the it. case may be. Yo, now, when I was listening nowhere. to that episode, I'm like, I'll just start talking to myself. Do I say like? like <laughs> let me say a sentence. You just start reevaluating everything. <laughs> nah, but like. <laughs> nah, but like. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Mike and Ike. Like. He's he's the boss of that that little doctor's office, whatever. But there's a thing, and not to be on a racial tip, but when there's a white man in power, they feel like everyone has to obey them. Yeah. And I hate that shit. Bro, I'm not your employee. Right? So I had two altercations with this guy. One altercation had happened. It was a summertime of my job. Uh, there's no ACs where, where I'm at. So we had a big-ass fan. I have a fan by my desk. So it was just mad shit going on. And you, you be wearing a lot. Yeah, and I, I keep one AirPod when I work because I listen to podcasts. I li- just because I'm sitting there for mad long. So there was a time when this this individual, he was knocking on the garage door. We have a front door. The front door is always open, especially in the summer because I'm there. So the door is just open. We have a garage door, which you need a key, which is the key that's for the front door. Bro, there's mad fans going on. I can't hear shit. I have an AirPod on. I wasn't listening to nothing because sometimes it's just, I hit points where I just have an AirPod on just naturally, not listening yeah. to anything. So he was knocking on the door and then didn't hear it because I also had somebody talking to me with the fans going on. It's just hard to hear. A lot of noise. He came to the front. He's like, you don't hear me knocking on the door? Like maybe if you take the AirPod out, you hear me. 
So it's just when you when you come on that energy, yeah, I don't need it. Like it's not necessary. It's and hot, it's like bro. You doing something that's not normal. Like bro. people come through the front door. Exactly. And this is probably not your first time here either. So like you know. So from that, it's like I'm always respectful to people. It's just when you reach a certain uh, like a certain level where you feel like I need to like just like if, if you're treating me like I'm your employee, I'm not gonna rock with that. Because at yeah. the end of the day, you a man, I'm a man. We we, equal. we can speak like. You you don't hold at no, least we're supposed to be equal. You don't have no high higher tier than me or whatever. So he came in, he's like, "Yo, you don't hear me knocking on the door, not yo." But he's like, "You don't hear me knocking on the door. Maybe you take the AirPod out, you can hear me." And like, why he's saying that? I was like, "I was like, bro, you see how many fans are in here? You hear? You see how loud it is in here? I can't hear you." He's like, "Oh, maybe if you did your job correctly." And I was like, "You know, you're supposed to have a key, right?" Oof. He's like, "Oh, but I forgot it." Like it's not my right, it's not my job. Exactly. It's not my job to open the door for you because you forgot your key. Right, because the now front I'm door is always to, open. Now I'm supposed to be accountable for your mistakes. That's a fact. And I was like, the front door is always open. And he he kept talking. He's like, oh maybe because he he used the guy that's like the head boss of my company's name. Yeah. It's like maybe he wouldn't like it if I told him. I'm like, bro, I, I'll give you his number if you need it. I'll call him right now. Facts. My, my phone right here. Because nobody really knows this in my company, but I. I I have family in the company, so yeah. I've known this guy since I was a little kid. So right. it's not like I hold plugs, but it's like he knows me. So it's not yeah. like you're established already. It's not like, like I get irrational for nothing type thing. Yeah. So that incident, whatever. I, I don't really talk to this dude. Like he, he'll like after that he tried to talk to me again, whatever. Then it came later on in the year. Um, he was walking outside. Usually I don't like to open the door for him because once you give me disrespect. You can open the damn door by yourself. Yeah. So he's walking outside. I go open the door. And he just walks through. I say, you're welcome. And yeah. Like, and he just keeps walking. So when he came back, he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, oh, I don't think this job is for you. He's like, because there's no need to give people attitude. I'm like, well, if I open the door for you, it's the proper thing to say thank you. It's yeah. just a, it's a respect I can thing. leave you there to open the door by yourself, you know? Exactly. I was like, it's and there's thing. nothing me going out of line to letting you open the door by yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm doing that to benefit you. It's a fact. And then he was like, he just kept saying that. I'm like, I'm like, no, the proper thing is, I don't know how you were raised, but the proper thing is when somebody does something correctly or it's nice for you, you say thank you. And then... I'm I'm just speaking to him, like, obviously going back and forth, but I'm speaking with him. On a normal level. And then he's like, I don't need to do shit. And at this time, I was on the phone with my girl. Like, I had my AirPod on. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, now you want to curse. I was like, all right, so don't bitch next time when I don't open the door <laughs> for you. And I literally told him like that. And, like, he kept he kept yapping his mouth. He's like, oh, you want to be Mr. Tough Guy? I'm like, I'm, nah, bro. No, I'm, I'm working. I'm just uh, not dealing with your bullshit. And then he kept talking and walking. Home. I'm like, bro, why are you walking away? You want to talk? Talk to me. He kept walking to his office, so I was walking with him. I'm like, what happened? What happened? <laughs> He's like, like, what's up? Like, I'm like, keep talking. Like, You have something to say, no? If you have an issue, you can speak about it. We are two men. Oh, I'm sorry. With the first situation, he had came to me later on, and we had, like, had the back and forth. And I was telling him, I'm like, yo, bro. I'm a man the same way you are, man. The same way you have money in your account, the same way you pay for bills, the same way you drive a car, I have the same shit. So we are people. We are men. We are grown people. We can speak. Yeah. Right? So when that situation happened to the to the second that I was talking about with the door and all that, he was walking to his office. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, bro, next time it's, it's, you say thank you. I'm not one of your employees. I don't know if you have issues at home, but you keep that at home. You don't bring that here. Yeah. And he has a door open. And there's a lady who works in the office, and she's mad cool with me. So when he opens the door, she hears me talking to him. And then uh and then obviously since I have family in the company, he ends up writing an email to the head boss. And within the email, he's like, 
He's like, oh, you know, I try to be rational with the guy. Rational. I try to be rational with the guy. It's like, hey, maybe people just have things going on in their head. When I was going outside, I was I had to go to the bank. I had so much things in my head that I just didn't think to say thank you, whatever, whatever. And then he goes on into it saying, like, I don't think this kid understands. Da, 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 da. I'm like, I'm like, bro, within the email, you can see that he feel like he holds a higher power. Yeah. Because you're not about to this kid me. Like, I just, I spoke to you and I told you that we are That's both grown adults for you to be calling me this kid. And then he, he when I when I had told him that about the car and all that, he's like, oh, and then he was bragging about how he has money and he has a car. I'm like, bro, you are a boss of a doctor's office. Why would I try to compare my money to your money? Wh- what sense does that make for me, bro? <laughs> what sense does that make for me? And then he's like, and then within the email, he's like, um, oh, I, uh. I kept my composure, but it could have simply came became something violent. I'm like, bro, you don't want to do that to yourself. No, because I'm going <laughs> to read this email and see that you said shit could have got violent next time. I, uh, <laughs> let's see if it could have got violent because you was walking away when I was talking to you. And I'm sure you weren't even talking to him like on some like I'm about to punch him in the mouth. No, bro, because like, I wasn't I'm even just, cursing like, another. Until yeah, he said like, like, I don't have to do shit. I'm like, bro, you don't have to curse. But now don't bitch when I don't yeah, open the door like, for you. Like, And then uh, the head boss, he had rolled back. He was like, oh, speak with James, whatever, whatever. And obviously, since I have family in the company, they had spoke to the head boss about it. And he's like, bro, we know this guy's an asshole. Just ignore him. Yeah, like, so, exactly. Like, So he felt like through that email, he was like, oh, okay, I got him. But meanwhile, yeah. they're just like, bro, we know you're a dick. Just yeah. ignore him. Yeah, just, you know, do what you do because we know it's not you. It's him. Like, Bro, and like, people who know me, like, I don't I don't get crazy. I don't get wild. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm mad, mellow. I'm calm. Like, uh, there's no need for me to wild out on people. It's just don't di- don't get disrespectful with me. I hate that. Yeah, like me, like I'm very mellow too. Like I'm just chill about everything, and I have a whole lot of patience that I just be like. There's people who wild out off the littlest things, and I be just taking it and letting it go. But like, you're not about to be here disrespecting me. Like I will not tolerate that. I'm not someone who holds my tongue. Like I was taught to defend myself when someone is coming at me in a way that's not appropriate. I can have my own opinions and be in a bad mood, but that doesn't mean I need to put you in a bad mood either. Like, mm. shit happens. Like, you say yourself, shit happens. Yeah, you don't think shit happens to me? What the <laughs> fuck you think? I got a perfect life, bro? You no. You think I come to this job smiling all day? Yeah, like, nigga. Bro, I don't want to be here. Yeah, the fuck? <laughs> I want to be home, bro. Nah, but someone's like, uh, could have obviously got to a point where it got violent. Yeah. Mind you, like, he's not a small guy. He He's like my, he's like my height. And it's... No, I don't, a regular white person built. I really don't know. They all have the same build at certain age. You're high five eleven. Now I'm six, bro. Five eleven. Don't disrespect. <laughs> me. But I'm like, bro, like, I work in a nice area. I don't live here, bro. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm you, not you, from you here, don't know bro. where I'm from, like, <laughs> and like I don't use that to. But it's like that's my mentality growing up, my yeah, guy. Like, like you grow up to seeing what's around. Bro, this you. got violent. I'm. Your feet's getting lifted off the floor. This got violent. And guess what? I'm gonna still have my job. <laughs> now, at the end of the day, I, if that if ever got to a point where son's feet is upside down, I, I don't want to go back there. Oh yeah. I'm just gonna laugh at him every time I see him. <laughs> James, James, like, don't make me take my jacket off. <laughs> but those be the type of people that, cause he was getting like he was talking tough. He's like, oh, Mister Tough Guy, and he was saying that while he was closing the door to his office. Yeah. And those be the type of people that be tough, right? And if I was to put my hands on him. I'm going to call the cops on you. This guy assaulting me. So it's like, you just got to be careful with certain people, bro. It's like, people like to talk, talk tough for no reason. I don't talk tough to nobody. Because I don't need to be. I don't need to fight. I'm, I'm calm. 
I give you a hug before I throw you a punch, bro. Like yeah, and that's the thing too is like people think that like people who talk tough are like scary and shit, but like. I don't talk tough to nobody, but you're not about to play me either. Like, I don't have to show that side of myself, but I promise you it's not going to go well. It just comes to a point where certain people view, obviously, you're going to view age a certain way, whether yeah. someone's younger than you or whatnot. But don't ever use that to a point where you feel, oh, you're younger than me. You don't know me or like you don't know as much as me. Yeah. Like, I bro, we got the kids. same college degree. Don't try to play me, my guy. I treat little kids that I know with mad respect. I talk to them like every other individual in this world. Yeah, like, I would never just come up to someone and disrespect them. Like, just because you at a certain position in your life, you also like 65. So, you, obviously, you're going to be in that position. You should be. Yeah, like. I'm going to clap that up for you. By this point, you know. <laughs> I'm going to clap that up boss. for you. But, bro, I'm not from, I'm not from here. I learned a lot <laughs> that wasn't in school. Like. And yeah, and then also, I guess recently within my job, right? It's another shit. Oh, shit. Obviously, you see how much I don't want to be working no more. <laughs> but you about to go through the whole list. Now this happened literally this week, right? So I'm covering somebody's. I'm covering somebody's shift, which is now I have to be at work seven to four, right? Every morning. That's not my regular time. None of that. So I have to. I have to learn like how traffic is on those days because this is monday through friday i don't usually do those days or, or if i do that those days it's just different timing yeah so i have to learn like traffic and all that granted i'm already covering doing what i gotta do this is probably like the fourth day i'm covering and i end up getting to work late because i hop on the jackie and if you know the jackie traffic is ridiculous i'm on the way i'm on the jackie bro there was a four car accident on the jackie so I'm held back. I got to work at like 7.20. I started at 7. I got to work at 7.20, right? The guy that works within the building, he sees me, nothing. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Hope you're doing good. Just set this up. Oh, mic was falling. Sorry. Just set this up and all that, whatever the case. All right, cool, cool. Throughout the day, he's like standing near me. He's talking to me. Everything's calm. Having a regular conversation. Then right when I'm like heading out the door to go towards the garage, He's like, oh, oh, when you come tomorrow, make sure you're on time. I'm like, bro, if I can control traffic, I will rule this world. <laughs> and it, it just annoys me because, bro, first off, I'm covering somebody's shift. I've been on time every day. The one day that I'm late is out of my control. It's like I didn't I didn't. Yeah, it's force not me. like you left your house late or anything. Bro, like. I literally told him, like, if I really wanted to be late, I'll come to work at 9 o'clock. Why would I come to work at 720? I still have to wake up early. If I wanted to come late, I'll be here at 9, bro, so I can sleep. So you think I'm doing this purposely? And I, I just hate the fact it's like, yo, you could be doing all this shit to help somebody cover for somebody, be on time all these days. The one time something happens and like it's a fuck up, that's what niggas want to talk to you. It's like, bro. Because yeah, people don't realize, like, I don't have to do, I don't have to take this extra Bro, you could shift. be asked like, out right now. Yeah, like you could be the person who has to fucking do this by yourself. Like I'm coming out to help. Yeah, that shit was just pissing me off this week. And I was like thinking to myself, I was like, yo, shit, when I see him in the morning, like, Yo, you was next to me all day, and you just decided you wanted to say something at the end. But I was like, bro, at this point, it's not even worth it. Because he's another grown individual that when you talk to them in a confrontation manner of, like, let's speak about this, he starts talking and walks away. I hate I hate niggas who hate confrontation. We don't have to square up, bro. I'm talking to you about a situation. We yeah, can like discuss our differences. every conversation that has to deal with something that's not, like, the most positive has to go like so bad. Like it's, we just talking. Like if I can't talk to you and like fix whatever the fuck you got going on, like 
What do you want me to do? Like, I'm, I'm why, about why to be Mr. So Fix It. To, to talk, bro. We just talking. That's because people don't know how to communicate. That's a big issue. Like, throughout the whole world, people <laughs> don't know how to communicate about anything. There's, it's so many problems, like, even at my job, that it's just such a small miscommunication issue. And it can be resolved so easily. And it just doesn't. And then I have to deal with the whole tornado after of trying to fix everything and making sure everything's okay. When it's like, from the beginning, this could have just been communicated this way, and that's it. Facts. Yeah, that, that, that uh, it just, it just irks me when somebody's a grown adult and they can't speak. It's like, bro, what is, what is the point of all that? You should be able to talk. Talk. That is, bro. It should just get me tight. Man, tired of me uh, stressing. Um, somebody had asked me, uh, a little while back, they had asked me, like, what's turn off for men? It didn't have to be, like, anything sexual. It's just, like, uh, just things about, like, women that, like, you may feel that, like, it just really, like, throws you off, whether you're, like, talking to someone or, like, just any of those things. Um, one for me is just, like, uh, like, immaturity. Um, like, I feel like you just have to, like, at the age that I'm at, it might be a little bit different because I had, I had a kid and, like, I had to mature, like, very, very fast and, like, get all of my shit together. But I feel like this is some instances where you just, like, talk to people and you just, like, see you're, like, at two completely different levels about just normal thinking. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even have to be anything crazy. And it's just, like, like, how are you my age thinking about the shit that you think about? Because I feel like <laughs> even if I wasn't a kid, like, I wouldn't be thinking about shit this way. Yeah. Um, and like, and I think like some of it comes to like, cause people are like very like haunted by their past, like shit that they go through, mm. they carry it on with them forever. And then it's like, which is have never these, a good thing to exactly, do. Exactly. Which leads to a lot of like very minuscule problems and definitely can elevate from there. But it's like, when you're talking to anyone new, like, I don't feel that any of your old problems should be involved into your new problems. Like maybe you might have trust issues because somebody has like treated you the wrong way or or did bad things to you but like if you're gonna be trying to invest in a new relationship or anything like that like you have to be able to just present yourself by you like you can't just carry all these things like you can't have baggage to a certain extent where it purposely like drains things facts yeah i mean bro one thing i just hate i just i don't know when when certain females are just very like codependent yeah where like yeah 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 and that sometimes that like involves with like also them being like dutsy mm-hmm. is that the term i don't know it's just like they can't do things for themselves and there's always i need i, I don't know I, I i just love a woman that's independent that got that got her shit together obviously you don't always have to get your shit together especially being young but like you don't also be messy and just like life yeah you know what I'm saying? Because that's the thing too. Like as as your partner, as you know, the person that you're with, I'm always gonna want to support you and try to help you out in anything. But like, well, we gotta meet first. And if I meet you and you're like that, I don't yeah, want to like, have to. I shouldn't be having to like fix you. That's that's a big thing for me. Like I've dated like a lot of people that I feel like I have to fix. You shouldn't be with people if you need to be fixed. <laughs> like, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drive I'm not a perfect. I'm not gonna drive a car with flat tires. Yeah, like. like <laughs> I'm not my my car is still go, you know, like it, it it may have like a little sound here and there and shit, but my car's still running with or without you. Like you should get you from A to B, but not yeah, with no flat tires. You shouldn't be so. I feel like you shouldn't be so dependent on anyone. And I feel like you know, like people go through shit, and you know, like they're just like 
people who are just like upset a lot and but it's like at the same time like you have to try to be good on your own like because even like think about it this way right if i date you and like the whole relationship i'm trying to fix you what happens when we break up like what happens when i get tired of trying to fix everything and solve problems that aren't even problems. You're making problems in your head and I got to fix this. Then, like, what happens when we're not together? Who the fuck is going to fix you now? It's just the fact of you have, like, them having to look for someone to fix them. Like, at the end of the day, we are grown. Yeah. You should know what you shouldn't be doing, what you you should have down. Obviously, there's always simple shit people going to need help with when it comes to emotions and just thoughts and all that, but I shouldn't have to hold your hand through life. Yeah, and like this next week, I've been hurt before. Like I've been treated wrong. I've been fucking cheated on and everything. But like I can't bring trust issues into something that I barely know about. Like I can't go and start tripping on you from scenarios I'm making in my head when you're not doing anything. And like, great, even to the point where like, if you do have these trust issues, like they're understandable. Like you know, everybody goes through everything differently and they they process it in different ways. But like. At least if you're going to have these thoughts in the head, be able to communicate it about it. Like, be able right. to talk about what you're thinking about. Be back like, to communication. Yeah, like, <laughs> I feel this kind of way because of this and this scenario. And let me talk to you and we can figure it out. Like, a lot of people in life, they need a whole lot of reassurance. And I don't mind giving you reassurance. That's not a problem for me. I can give you all that. I can make you feel loved. I can care for you. I can do all these things to try to make you happy. But at the end of the day, it's like, you can't solely depend on that for me because things are going to go wrong and now you're going to start taking it out on me. You're taking it out on the one person who's trying to fix it. Yeah. And I'm not even your problem. And now you're bringing problems into us. And you have life and you want to talk about it with your partner and you're going through shit, but you can't drain somebody at the same time. Yeah, I can't bring like old trauma back because I've been friends on all my life, so it's fine. <laughs> but I'm good now, you feel me? Yeah, yeah, we straight, we straight. We straight now. Yeah, I hit the jackpot. Yeah, my boy basically married. Facts. Hit the jackpot. But um, yeah, communication key to a lot of this. Yo, just don't don't go into something expecting someone to help you. Not expecting someone to help you, but expecting someone to guide you through things. You know, like once you like, for example, if you put somebody onto something and they can learn, but every second they're like, yo, so how do you what's this one? And can you just do that? Can you just do that for me? It's like, bro, no, you got it. You can do it. I be telling my mom that, bro. I, I show you. She, she be trying to ask me how to transfer money on her phone. I'm like, mom, just, bro, you, you know how to do this. I'm bro, not going to do it for you. Even, bro, like, yo, learn. My mom. <laughs> bro, at my house, my mom doesn't know how to do anything that requires internet, bro. She be like, how I put my phone on the TV and this, that, whatever. Bro, I yeah, That should be difficult sometimes. I've, yeah, bro. but I've showed her the <laughs> process 10 times, bro, in the matter of two months. Like, how are you not remembering what to do? That's when you got to start writing shit down on the post and just No, put it on bro, the TV. because she's going to be like, <laughs> I know you wrote this and that, but, like, I still don't get it. Like, what happens when I do this? Don't do that. Yeah, don't, don't, <laughs> don't do that one. Why would you do that? The paper doesn't say to go and do that. Why would you do that? <laughs> just be typing shit, like. Um, yeah, yo, have you have you been doing much dancing as a recent or at all? No. Did you ever want to go like go far with it at all? Like, what were your plans when it came to dancing? When I was dancing, that was like, did like, it just come? Did you just start doing it from like out of nowhere when you were younger? Like, how did it become a thing for you? So like when I was younger, um, like I was just so like interested by dancing. I would watch like 
movies and shows and like videos on YouTube and everything. And I would just like see all these people. I'd be like, yo, this is so cool. And then you like build passions for it. And then you start trying it out and you learn it. And you're like, oh shit, like I'm kind of like good at this. Like I'm a little, you know, a little talented in, yeah. in these arts. Um, I, I When I was younger, I definitely used to say things like, yo, I want to be a dancer. Like when I grow up. I want to yeah, be. When like I was younger, a, I wanted to be a baseball player. That shit didn't work out. Yeah, like I wanted to be in movies and shit, and be like the dudes from Step Up and be dancing in the rain and everything. But it's like, as I grew older, like my love for dancing never went away. But it was just like, I don't necessarily want to like make this my whole life. Like I don't want to have to grind for this. Like that that was my thing. Like I have a love for dancing, but I don't I don't feel enough love to like go and make it my thing. You know. What did you ever have something that what oh, before before I move off of that? For some reason, for me, when it comes to dance, like obviously I love every type of art. I can never understand emotion through dancing. It's just something. You don't? That, it's just something I can't click uh, with. I, I don't, don't know. know. I think I like just, I could do with everything else because obviously, like videos, photos, music, like art pieces, dancing. I just it's just it's, I don't know. I can't I can't pull emotion <laughs> off of that, bro. I've been, like, so obsessed with dancing that, like, I could watch, like, I've watched dance videos where there's no music playing, and, like, some guy, no, he's not, so like, break dancing and shit, but, like, no like how those, like, uh, ballet por- uh, performances go, where, like, you yeah. just see, like, all this, and, like, I don't know, like, me, I see the, like, story that they're trying to show and shit, yeah. like, I can see the pain, I can see all this shit. And I don't know, like, I feel like there has to be, like, for me, I would dance, and a lot of my dancing came from, like, me moving to the words of the song. Like, I would do things that the song is talking about. Yeah. And that's how I would, like, always try to, like, learn new dance moves and incorporate new things. But I don't know, like, me, I I feel dance, like, very emotional. Like, I see somebody do some fire-ass dancing, like, I get chills. I'd be like, oh, shit, like, you you ever cried after watching the dance? No, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it was that deep for me. But I've gotten chills from like watching people dance, even watching people like sing and shit. Like it's just I don't know. Yeah, singing I I get I get chills for. You ever you ever use your dancing to try to, to try to scoop somebody? N- maybe not on purpose. Like, yeah, I learned this move just for you. <laughs> <laughs> do like what Chris Brown used to do in his videos and shit. Do like a little wave, then touch her on her chin, and then come back and shit. <laughs> I don't think I've ever used dancing as, like, a way to try to get girls, but, like, the girls that I would talk to, they would, like, ask things about me, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, like, I dance and shit, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, like, what you dance, and then they'll be like, this. they have, like, heavy interest for it. You ever dance with somebody and then just show, like, they weren't interested in it? I don't think so. <laughs> I would feel real <laughs> shitty. It's just like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, cool, great, yeah, I guess. And I'm like, All right, well, you know what? Uh, you could wave. Out the door. <laughs> so other than dance, was there anything like you ever felt like was you that you wanted to go or delve into? Um, I mean, for me, like dancing went with like acting. Like I've been in shows when I was little and shit. Like I've done performances. I've been in plays and in school. Oh, okay. So that was always like a, another thing that I had when I was younger. That I was like, damn, like I really, really enjoy this stuff. And then I think like I found out like how much it takes to be in shit like that and i was just like i don't love it that much i just love it for me <laughs> i don't love i don't want to go and put mad grind into trying to become this famous fucking that. i mean now it's probably easier because you got like shit like tiktok and whatever but like when we were younger it was just like little shit like you, you know, know how to get sturdy you valid yeah like that's it like that's all you, that's all you need now <laughs>
Yeah, I mean, you just got to have a certain level of love for something to go the extra mile to learn every aspect for it. And obviously, just to make it the best you can, you have to, like, delve into the shit, similar to, like, what I do and shit like that, so. For sure. For sure, for sure. Now, that ass, when I was younger, bro, I wanted to be a baseball player until, like, I started playing against real competition. I remember that. And I realized I was ass. I remember that photo you had in your room where your, I think your jersey was, like, yellow or something. And it was just like you holding a bat, like smiling oh, at the camera. Well, I have it somewhere in here. I don't, I don't know where I put it. I always used to see that photo whenever I used to go into your room. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I still got mad baseball photos. Yeah, I don't have any hanging up now. No. Yeah, they probably all in the drawer somewhere in the back. I love baseball, though. I miss playing it. To me, it's crazy like how like you love things so much when you're like young, and then it's just like, you grow up and it's like oh like that was just like before but it's just like because when you grow up it's just like it's just a shit that you're put into so it's not i don't feel like you get to necessarily pick a love for it it's just like oh i've been doing this for so long like i love i love doing this like for, for for me for baseball i was put into baseball when i was four years old and i played baseball all the way till my senior year of high school type thing feel me and then, honestly, it was like, when I was younger, I thought I was a shit until I literally started playing against real competition, going on traveling teams. And I was like, yo, maybe I'm not good at this. Maybe uh, what my mommy said isn't true. <laughs> Bro, like, and like, because my mom would have put me in these teams, but she didn't really know much about like traveling teams or competition when it came to baseball and all that. She just enjoyed seeing me play. So I played with the same people for like years. And it's like when you play with the same people, you don't really go up, especially when you're in the same league type of thing. Yeah. And then when I, I feel like when I first like got into like real, real baseball stuff, probably was when I was in high school. Obviously, I played JV like uh, my uh, freshman, sophomore year. And then I think my freshman year, like after that, the summer right before sophomore, I ended up joining like a traveling team and I've never did that before. And that that involved like every weekend being at the field at like eight AM to play and shit like that. And I was on the team and it was a team of my age, but the coach's son played in my position. So I was on the bench. My mom always gets tired about that. I just be like, yo, put my son in the game. Bro, I just be like, chill, chill. And then like the coaches be like telling us during practice, we don't want to hear any of your parents uh, tell us to put you in. James. I'm like, bro, like I can't control what she want to yeah, do. Like, like she want to see me play. Like that's my mom. Like what do you want her to say? And it just so happened to be that they, the coach for the 18 year old team, because at the time I was, I was like 15, 14, yeah. whatever the hell. The 18 year old team, I knew him. I knew the coach because his son and me played on a basketball team together because I played basketball at the same time. He's like, yo, just come play with us. The one game I went to go play with them, I did amazing. So I was playing he against was smoking. Bro, I was playing against 18 year olds and I was like 14, 15. I was like, I, I mean, I can't, I guess. Bro, that was the only good game I ever had. <laughs> I mean, they made, they had me play for like the rest of the season, but I was ass. But it was a cool experience to be playing baseball with older dudes. Yeah. And major literally the whole team was white and Spanish. So it was a bunch of like white college kids. Kids going into college type shit. I'm playing with them and like I get to learn. I get to be, I guess, a bit more aggressive when it came to the sport. Yeah. So that that was a dope. That was a dope experience. And then coming to high school, you know how bound was. I only oh played. I played varsity senior year and I didn't play because uh, they had a chino at first base. 
my boy was a one hit wonder on the eighteen year old team. <laughs> yeah, one game, that's it. I'm done. I retire. <laughs> Bro, like whenever it came to me playing on ver on Vars, when they see me come up to bat, niggas just knew nothing was gonna happen. <laughs> Real <laughs> shit. Everybody just put their gloves down and shit. They're just like, Oh yeah, okay. That's <laughs> no, him again. <laughs> nah, cause so senior year when I was playing on Vars, like I wasn't playing much because they had like like I said, they had Chino at first and he's been there since freshman year type thing. Shout out to Chino. This is like a hat shit now. That's pretty cool. Like yeah, he collects I, I, mad hats I seen, and shit. I seen it on his Instagram. Yeah, that's dope. Um, so at the end of the like towards the end of the season, there was still like a couple games left and shit like that. We had sing, so I just stopped going to practice. I stopped going to games. I'm like, bro, y'all not letting me play anyway. So I went to sing and we Man, was doing. I'm not. I'm not losing out on anything, bro. I'm not playing. Thanks. Sing is so fun. Like, I know we spoke about that <coughs> in the first episode. I'm not dying, just hookah. But sing was just so fun. Like, that was such a fun experience. I think that's, like, my best experience from, like, high school. I didn't really do anything. I didn't play on teams. I just kind of, like, went to school. Then I would, like, chill and then, like, just go home and shit. So that was, like, my one, like, high school thing. I loved our gym class. You, ever, you remember that, no? We was in the same gym class, right? I'm pretty sure we were. Uh, when we had Matthew, we had Will. Oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. We were playing football outside. Oh, man. I, we were pushing so hard for our football team, bro. We were like, yo, get rid of this farm, bro. Ain't nobody care about this shit. Like, just let's get a little a piece. Let's take a piece. Just make it a football field. Just a little sign, you know, or we'll go somewhere else. Like, we don't care. Like, we'll contribute everything. Yeah. And I can't remember what teacher it was, but he was with it, too. Like, he was <laughs> like, yo, I'm going to try. Like, I'm going to go talk to the principal. And we were just having so much fun. Like, it, that was such a good time. Yeah, I feel like when you play sports, to be, like, a true athlete, you have to be decent in every sport. Like, ideally, they all use the same type of fundamentals and all that. You have to be ideally good in, like, every sport. Because there be somebody who plays football, they don't know how to dribble a basketball. And it just boggles my mind, bro. Like, wh what did I play recently? I mean, in high school, I, I was on the ping pong team, too. Oh, yeah. I remember that. So, like, I knew, I, I knew how to catch and throw a football. I, I, I played baseball. Basketball, I played bas uh, basketball. We played soccer in gym. I got the hang of that. I didn't never thought I could dribble soccer ball on my feet. I got the hang of that. Volleyball, murking people in volleyball. Is I feel like volleyball you, was so fun. Bro, volleyball is a great sport. <laughs> like it's so much fun. Dude, we would get tighten that. We would go to volleyball class. class, and they'd be like, "Justin, you in the front." I'm like, "Yeah, I, I know. Don't worry, I'm going right up there." Spike. Yes, we'd be spiking hella hard. But yeah, I feel like when you when you play sports and you're an athlete, you should be able to play every every type of sport. At least no to like, a certain extent. Yeah, like, like you don't have to be no. amazing, but you should be able to hold yourself. Like Yeah. I mean like e even you talking about like your baseball thing and like you going to traveling teams and stuff like that and you not having like the right experience or like the right surrounding around that. Like I have a cousin, shout out Jeremy. Uh, he got a scholarship to go play baseball in the University of Albany. It's a D1 baseball school. Oh, fire. Like, that's his shit. Like, he been working. You always post to him, right? Yeah, he been okay. working mad hard. Even when he was, like, on his traveling teams. And, that, bro, this nigga's never here. He's always, like, in Florida or this, that, playing on teams and whatever. Uh, yeah, that's how that shit, they be having, like, showcases. So, yeah, he, to cut he you be off. Walling. Like, when I played on that 18-year-old team, that was the first time I ever went to a showcase, like, to leave the state to play. Yeah. And we played in some showcase in Ohio. Ohio. I never I never left the state to play baseball, so that was, like, super dope to me, bro. Yeah. And he... He was in a tight-ass van with, like, a whole roster <laughs> of niggas, bro, t t driving to Ohio from New York. 
And it's, Brooklyn. Just, it's just crazy because it's like when we were younger, like we would like see each other all the time. And then like, you know, you grow older and you kind of only like see people on holidays because you, you like start working now and all this stuff. And I remember there was like one time where like I didn't see him. And like, this is my little cousin. Me and him are looking at each other eye to eye. He looked mad strong. His He's, voice deeper than you. His voice deeper than mine. <laughs> he cut up and everything. And I'm like, he like walking through the door. I'm like, yo, <laughs> like who the hell is this? And he's you like, yo. Say his name. Yo, that's you? I'm like, J- Jeremy? <laughs> and he's like, yo, what's up? And I'm like, bro, what the hell happened to you? What are you eating, bro? And he just started laughing because like he knows we haven't seen each other in a while. Shit. Yeah. And he, he completely looked different. He put on mad muscle and everything. And he's like showing me like his training videos and everything. And I'm always like looking at his numbers when he posted and everything, asking him how, like how his season's going, seeing where he's going now and if he's traveling here and here and like what's that like. And his dad, like my uncle, like he knows about that traveling stuff. So yeah. he's already like all in there. His other son plays basketball now. He's like 12 or like 13 or something. Um, and yeah, he's just killing it. Like he's just putting the work in. So like that traveling stuff, like when you're in the right situation and you like grinding for like what you really want, like he put that work in. It's working out for him. Like yeah. he's coming up. Like my boy got a scholarship. Ain't nobody in my family ever got a scholarship <laughs> for some shit. Like he on the baseball team, D1. Like Thanks. that's great. I can't wait to see that nigga in the MLB. Yeah, like like when when I was saying like about me playing baseball, like I wasn't trash at it. Like I was I was decent. It's just yeah. that I didn't hit a certain level that I needed to be at that age. Yeah. So like I there was a time where I tried out for some team in Corona. Like I was playing like a bunch of Dominican Corona niggas. That's and, usually how them teams are. And like bro, literally there was this was just like a, a first practice for me. It was just like a tryout, right? So they had me doing batting practice against the the gate and it was the the head coach. Bro, one of the pitches he threw me, I hit it. It hit the the metal pole in the gate. Came back and rocked him in the face. I'm like, alright, bro, I'm not coming <laughs> he's back. Like, he's like, alright, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just go. And the thing, <laughs> the thing is, I made the team. I just didn't go back. Oh, <laughs> I, I just couldn't do it, bro. It was like that. Like you felt so bad. I'm like, yeah, nah, I, I, I can't be here and look at him like every day. I just think, 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 <laughs> bro. I just, I just remember that shit hitting the pole and holding his face, oh, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> I remember my, my older brothers, they played baseball growing up. I was, like, the only one who didn't really, like, play sports until, like, seventh grade. That's when I, like, started liking basketball, and I was playing basketball. Um, but, like, I would go sometimes with them. They'll, like, get their boys and shit, and they'll play, like, games in the park and whatever. Bro, there was one time I was in center field, and some dude hit, like, a line drive. And the park that we were playing in, like, that floor is not a normal floor. What park was it? Uh, it it's uh 114 where they have like the turf and stuff. Oh, but, like, by the it, middle school, by the highway. Yeah, yeah, but like there was just something weird around the area. Yeah, that we I used was to practice in. here for bound. And bro, someone hit a line drive, and I went to like scoop it, and as soon as it hit the floor, like it bounced up so fast, bro. It hit like the top of my glove, skimmed it, and just rocked me in the <laughs> mouth. I was so tight, bro. <laughs> I think like I threw my glove on the floor and I was just like I'm done, I'm I'm done. <laughs> baseball is not for me. Like this this is not my lane. Like I'm gonna stick to basketball. This 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 is not okay. Mm-hmm. I I made a a good couple of baseball plays. You know that's not being a baseball player. Yeah. You know there was one time we were playing in a park by my crib and they had like mad trees and shit. Uh, OPP for anyone who knows about Corona. Um, and like someone hit like the ball and it was like coming down the trees and it like I could just hear it like hitting the branches like 
and I saw it like last second, and I put like my glove like right above my head and shit, and I caught it, and like I heard it hit my glove, and I was just like, yo, I just, yo, I just catch that, and like <laughs> is that my, my shit is that my, my glove. My brother's looking at me. He's like, yeah, <laughs> and, and then I'm like, oh, I I caught it, so I'm like, yeah, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> I feel like, I feel like damn, I was gonna say something. I totally forgot. Oh, and just from being a baseball player, I feel it's like so awkward to play softball because it's so easy. Yeah. Like I don't mean to disrespect anybody play softball. Like men that play softball, not females, because females pitching be wild. There's one time I went to go play softball because uh, my my sub brother had like invited me to play with his team, and like bro, I just view softball as so easy, bro. Like, like it's not much energy that goes into it when I play it. So I don't know what it was, but some dude pitched to me, and I just let the pitch go, like just see what was up. And he li- he like smiled, he like lied. smirked. He said, "Oh, this nigga suck." I'm like, "Bro, what are you doing?" Right? Oh, and bases were loaded, right? So I don't know. He smirked. I'm like, "Are you serious? You dead ass, bro? Like you you underhand a ball to me? Why are you laughing that right shit now?" That shit is just floating in the air, like. Bro, next pitch. And this was one of those fields that was just open, so it doesn't have like a gate, nothing. Rock that shit, grand slam. I never went back to go play with them, but that was the last time I played. I had a grand slam, bro. I'm like, yo, this shit is easy. Why are you always hitting baseball accomplishments and then quitting from the team? And shit? He's I like, mean, oh, I made the team. I had this thing in the face, so I quit. Uh, I, this thing last at me. I hit a bomb and then I quit. Because the thing <laughs> was like, for that softball team, like I wasn't a player. It's just they needed somebody. And yeah. I just I just happened to go. And after that, they wanted me to keep playing, but I had to pay for it. And, like, at the time, I didn't have, like, bread like that. Yeah. So I, I also just didn't want to pay for a softball team because I felt like it was, like, too cheap. Like, yeah. just, like, I played baseball to then go and try to play softball. It just felt awkward to me. Yeah, like, so you I just didn't, didn't have the same drive like, for I, it. And especially at the age I was, it it, made, it would have made me feel like a failure type <laughs> shit. <laughs> it was like, I'm supposed to be in the big leagues. <laughs> like, don't you underhand a pitch to me, nigga? Like, what's up with you, bro? My family used to play like softball when we were like really, really young and shit. Like, but like it's we, fun we had to a play. blast. Yeah, playing with my family like it was old deal. But we just have a blast and shit. It's like the only times I ever saw my dad run in my life. But he used to, <laughs> he used to rock shit like just think. Dominican <laughs> niggas is just straight legs for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Especially the old, the older Dominican niggas is straight forearms and legs. I don't know why, is bro. That, is that my dad got belly, so his core strong as hell? Like, <laughs> yo, bro, my my dad used to work out, and my dad has Dominican man belly, like Dominican dad. But there's dad bod, and there's Dominican dad bod. <laughs> Bro, my dad used to work out, and on top of his belly, you could see, like, a four-pack when he would do certain workouts. I'm like, bro, this shit looks disgusting. That's, that shit don't look that's accurate. Gross. Like, what's like, going on? Bro, how you got a belly and abs on top of that shit? That shit is sick. You can go to a doctor, bro. <laughs> nah, but going back to what I was saying, like, if you're an athlete, you should be able to... Bro, I know how to hit a golf ball now. Like, what? Yeah. Like, the last time I went to Top Golf, I was rocking it. I'm like, bro, I got this down. It's over. It's over yeah, for like the. You, you I was about to, to be mad racist. It's over for the whites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be like, if you're an athlete, you have to be like decent and like everything. Like, there's no reason for you to not be like. Of course, if you start off a brand new sport, you might, you know, be a little bit beginner status and whatever. But you should be able to hold yourself, hold your own ground. Like after a couple games or whatever. Sports are so fun. Facts. They're like so, so fun. So I was making music. Yeah, James? Another shit in life. Yeah. 
not waste sports. Sometimes you get, you get so much energy sometimes. There's a lot of things in life that are fun. Like, you just got to find out what's fun for you. Like, you know, build hobbies and shit. Like, uh, when I was working at Target, like, I was just, like, grabbing new hobbies left and right. Like, I started drawing, and then, like, I started painting. Painting is so fun. I don't know if you ever painted, but that shit is so fun. Bro, in Kingsboro, I had a, I had a drawing class. So, I was a photography major, so I had to take, like, a shitload of art classes. So one of the classes I had to take was drawing. And within this drawing class, uh, there was a model, and I had to draw a nude lady. That was such an awkward experience. Hey, my boy was looking at straight Ted Toss. I really wasn't. I was trying not to look <laughs> I was just trying to finish, bro. But I also, yo, that's, that's like where I went out of my realm because, like, I did sculpting. I did ceramics. So I like, do ceramics. I so I was like, I was, it. yeah, I made, bro. If I was smoking hookah at that time, I would have made a taza, bro. <laughs> Real shit, because that's how you, that's how they make a taza. It's clay. But I made like a bunny. I made like a house. I made a cup. That's fire. And then my sculpture. I don't know if I ever showed you my sculpture, but I literally have a, a face sculpture I made. It's in the closet. Yeah, I don't think I ever seen. Open it. the door. Just slide the chair over. Look, look at the top shelf all the way to the right. Should be like a white head. Oh shit! Yeah, I see it. Yeah, that's so that look realistic. Yeah, I, I made like a whole. Stop face. looking at me. <laughs> I made a whole face. I, I mine was the only one that had a, a clean hairline. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was gonna try to put waves on him, but it just took yeah, too much time. That's too much. That's I literally much. put earrings on him and all that. I mean, like speaking about just like going out of your realm and shit. Uh, like some of the funnest classes I had in high school was like shit. That had nothing to do with like learning. Like that agriculture class was lit. Yeah, the agriculture class was lit. Just learning about animals and shit like that. I had a I had a Photoshop class that was mad fun. A piano. It was a Photoshop class. It was like an art class, and you would like learn like Photoshop and shit Dude, like that. Where it was, was it was, at, it, was in the, it was in the basement. Like all like as soon as you go down in the basement, it's like all the way on the right hand side. It was like an art class. I you learned like Photoshop and shit. And inbound. Yo, one of my funnest classes was civil engineering. Bro, I don't know why, but just like learning about how bridges are made was so interesting. One of my one of my favorite classes in Bound. This classroom was in you know how Bound in the lunchroom they had classrooms? And it was like we learned how to how to do like a a, a court session, I guess. So we had a defendant, we had a pl- uh, we had a judge and all that, we had a jury. And we had to learn how to ask question, how to ask questions, how to interrogate somebody, and all that. Like that class was dope as hell. Yeah, it's it's the shit. And that like has they, nothing they, they to do with education. That'd be mad fun. They did as built like a whole whole shit, like a desk and everything. And that that's, that class was super dope. I've seen that layout of that class before. Oh really? Yeah. Um. A question that I got: Where do you see yourself in ten years? You want to answer that first? Uh, in 10 years, uh, I mean, I definitely don't see myself at a retail job anymore. Um, definitely in a comfortable living space in a house or an apartment. I mean, in 10 years, shit, I better be in a house. Uh, you know, in a house with my son, uh, not working some 9 to 5. I don't know what's going to take me there, but I'm not working no 9 to 5 in 10 years. I'm definitely going to be trying to have money working for me um, and just experience life. Like, bro, like in 10 years, my kid is going to be 
13, 14. Like, That's wild. High school. Yeah, like, bro, like, what? I'm probably going to be up there fucking trying to make this dude into a, a basketball star or something. <laughs> um, But, yeah, just in 10 years, like, I just see myself, like, just doing way better in life, just being uh, financially stable in a point where I don't have to worry about anything, uh, living comfortably, chilling with my kid, just focusing on him more. Honestly, that's my goals for like ten years from now. I mean, for my for myself, honestly, within ten years, I would love to uh, live in a career where music is my shit. Honestly, because I'm putting a lot of work in, and within ten years, if if I'm not uh, an artist that's doing this like for real, for real, then I'm gonna feel like a failure. Now, but honestly, within ten years. Obviously, probably have a family, uh, a house, um, and really would hope this music thing is a thing for me. Like, this is something I really need within my life. Like, like I was saying within, like, the previous podcast, like, there's so much in life to see, bro. So much in life to do. So many places to go. And I want to just be financially good enough to not have to worry about anything. Yeah. And I just really want that to be realistic. Want that to be real life, so yeah. I feel you. Ten years from now, it's nature. Still gonna be it's nature. Look, uh, also asked me, would you go back in time and do something different? Different what? Like, would you change anything? Uh, like within my life? Yeah. Um, I guess on the on the personality level, it was just not be so restricted. Or just, like, <clears throat> not trying to be always a goody two-shoes. Like, just experience shit more, especially being younger. And just being, I wish I wish I went a little harder with my music when I was younger. Just because I'll probably be in a different position now. Like, imagine if I was, like, going as hard for music back in high school as I am now. It would help so much because high school, you see people, you're around a lot of people, you're able to, yo, I make music, check this out type of thing. You feel me? So, if I can go back, I would definitely, like, get to working on this shit much harder. Just so I could probably be in a bigger position than I am now. Like, if I was in the position I am now when I was in high school, shit would have been great. Because now, because then when I reached this age, I would have been bigger. Yeah, for me, so. for sure. Um, For me, going back and change anything, uh, change anything. I mean, from personality issues, just fucking learning how to give a shit about myself and not waiting 22 years to learn shit like that. Um, just from a life standpoint, probably really, really try to dig deep and, like, find something that I'm really passionate about, like, instead of just, like, trying to see what's best for me now and, like, whatever I can make my life. Yeah. Um, I definitely probably would have tried to find something where I could just stick to it and, like, make my own kind of, like, career path. Cause I mean, I mean, like I know this shit. Like growing up now at this age, but like I'm pretty sure ten years ago I would have. I mean, any time before, I could have definitely found something and just like dove deep into that and just made it my own thing. Yeah, like this is gonna go off like a side tangent. It's so crazy that ideally we're still mad young. Like we just was able to buy beer two years ago, like <laughs> type of shit. But it's like it feels like we're so much. We're so far in life. That we want to be farther at this point already. And it's it's weird because we have so much more of life. Yeah. But I guess when you get 
out of high school, you get out of college, you get to a point where like I'm in adulthood and I wish I was a bit advanced already than what I am now. Yeah. I mean, cause people, cause like even think like I would talk to someone who's like 50 years old, they'll look at me and like see me as a little kid, but like, I feel like I'm a grown ass adult. Like there's shit that I gotta be doing for myself. Um, and it's like, it's just crazy to see how your thought processes, like how your thought process changes throughout everything that you go through in life. Um, yeah, honestly, like it's just not nah, because for like the shit I was think the shit I think about now, like I wasn't thinking about this shit like five years ago. Yeah, and five years ago it's not even like that far from now. But it's like it's you high just school. go through so many changes, right? And start learning so much, and it's like you just start seeing things in a different perspective. Do you think Bounds ever gonna do like a reunion thing? No. Would you go? Yeah, if you went. <laughs> yeah, I would go. Now I gotta pull up in straight suburbans, bro. Maybe, security. Maybe see. Uh, certain some certain people. <laughs> like, oh my god, how you been? <laughs> hey, how's your life going? Uh, <laughs> you still with your husband? How many kids you got? Seven. That's fine. <laughs> as long as it's below double digits, we're good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I feel like this might have been a short episode than what we usually have. But again, we work with what we got. Right. But episodes are gonna be coming out better. Better quality. We're already getting quality better. We're gonna have more people getting on. Yeah, more people, more more different experiences that you could hear about and stuff like that. Oh, one thing that I definitely want to let people know that are listening, whether you're listening on Spotify, you can you can rate the the podcast. You can also follow us on Spotify just so you could be up to date when we drop something. Also, when it goes on Apple Podcast, rate it, leave a comment. That helps so much. It allows people to at least know what's going on, let people enjoy it, and just. It will help us a ton. And you could comment stuff that you want to hear us talking about on the podcast as well. I definitely went on the first day and rated my own podcast five stars, but I don't really care what anybody think about that one. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, uh, we want to try to get people intrigued in this as much as possible, get people involved as much as possible. If y'all want to see us talk certain topics, certain people that are in certain fields, like we know a lot of people that do a lot of different shit. A whole lot of different shit. So it'll be super dope to have conversations, especially if you guys want to hear about it. And well, and I'll be here as much as possible. But right, it's like the fourth episode. I'm here already, so exactly. still here. Uh, if you guys ever want to reach out to me, reach me out mainly on Instagram. Just dot indelible. Hit me up with any questions, any ideas on your head. If you want to be a guest show on the podcast, you just let me know where they can they reach you at. Uh, you can find everything I do, all my music, everything else, and Nature Music, N-A-T-U-R-E-M-U-S-I-Q. Same name on TikTok as well. My TikTok booming. Not really. What is up there? And we make it work. Just make it noise. Yeah. <laughs> it dropped the pencil. That's the amount of noise. <laughs> Why are you trying to downplay yourself like that? Because, bro, TikTok move different. But yeah, appreciate everyone being a part and just listening. Thank you for sticking with us. We're going to get better with this. This is a learning process. It is. For me and Justin. So as we get more into episodes, we're going to have more shit written down to discuss, to have more full-on conversations. Because I know today was pretty much everywhere talking about a lot of different shit. But as we get more into this, obviously, we'll we'll get the hang of it and understand it more. Because we're just going straight on to this. Yeah. Trying it out. Should we just talk about on a normal daily basis? That's right. 
but I know you guys want to hear about specific uh, questions that you might have, so just let us know, you know? Facts. So, episode four of the Genuine Podcast. Appreciate y'all being here with us. We love you guys. <laughs> okay. Yeah, baby. Later. That's night. Nice.